everybody else. Welcome to another exciting episode of everybody's favorite podcast, or at least the two other guys that I work with. <laughs> Meanwhile, 22 pages later, I'm one of the hosts, Cap, here with, my, here with my two friends, Mike, the finance guy. I'll do all the thinning around here, Bubba. <laughs> and Ralph, the tech all I see is ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny? I, it took me a while to figure that out. I'm like, what is he talking about? Okay. <laughs> um, guys, um, we're hitting that time. I mean, it's the fall season for new episodes and all that stuff. But um, oh, I thought you were talking about menopause. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not that old. Mike, you're older than me. You're the one who'd be going through that right now. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's debate on that. <laughs> but back to what I was saying. Fall season has, has approached us. I know it's getting cold in certain areas of the world, but we have a lot of great comic book stuff coming out, a lot of good geek stuff, a lot of new shows starting all over again, a lot of season premieres. Very, very exciting stuff. How are you guys feeling about that? It's awesome. Great new shows and shows that you're wondering, are they going to be great? <laughs> a lot of anticipation. Oh, there's some good stuff coming out, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Plus, it, you know, it, it brings that other voice into the apartment. <laughs> That's right, I'm alone. <laughs> you mean that murder she wrote? <laughs> uh, don't you on Jessica Fletcher, man. I will defend her until my dying day. Uh, I'll, give, I'll, give, um, I'll just give the audience an idea. So, you know, I, we came to do the podcast, so I show up at Mike's house. And Mike's cooking like he normally does when we, when we show up. And um, murder she wrote on TV. So I sit there and I'm thinking of like a commercial or like, you know, I'm like, wow, this commercial's long. Oh, wow, he's, it's murder she wrote. He's like, damn it, I thought I. Took that off before you'd get here. <laughs> I did not want you to have anything to talk about. Every secret's <laughs> out, Mike. Well, one thing I'll say is that, I mean, it's, it, it, at least it's consistent with his personality because it's a geek thing. It's a detective thing. He loves Batman. It makes sense. I get it. Yeah, Jessica Fletcher is just like Batman. <laughs> when she like puts that cowl on and starts backflipping. And kicking ass. Identical. I don't, I don't think I want to see Angela Lansbury doing anything. And I mean anything. Even if I was like a granny fucker. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see her doing anything. It, it would just disgust me. Even when she was in, um, what was it, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? Yeah. She still looked like she was 70 years old. She's always looked like she was 70, except for like in, I think she was in Gaslight in the 1930s, which is a great movie, by the way. Um, and then she looked, she was pretty, she, her big eyes kind of worked for her then, and she looked young, and then right after that, she looked like she was 70. You said the 1930s? Yeah. How old were you when you saw that movie in the oh, theaters? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Cap strikes again. Holy <laughs> man. <laughs> no, no. Okay, all jokes aside, gentlemen. Let's get right to what we came here to talk about. Um, Disney is deciding to finally put some Marvel superhero stuff on regular TV. So they created Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And as usual, Mike the Finance Guy with a brief but concise synopsis. Go ahead, Mike. That puts a lot on me, doesn't it? <laughs> no <laughs> I'll just throw out these other 30 pages about the show <laughs> I had. Um, okay, so we know Joss Whedon is back on TV. I'm excited. I love the guy. Firefly. Or, you know. Oh, man. Firefly, Buffy. Buffy, uh, the dollhouse. The, oh, yeah, I never really got to see that, but I heard it was really oh, good. It was really, really good, and then it ended really badly. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's <laughs> one way back. to put it. <laughs> he's back, though, and I'm loving it. Um, but this time he's riding the back of his ultra mega hit, The Avengers. And it's a new series, uh, like the Cap just said, called Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I love the fact that Marvel actually has to put their name in front of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I guess for us to all know what that is. It's so probably in the contract. <laughs> so we don't think it's Disney's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, so it won't be like that Phineas and Ferb crossover. Which was not that bad. <laughs> Come Continue. on, Ralph, back me up. 
Yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. Cap. Okay, whatever. Continue. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. For those of you that are a little hazy, um, Shield is the group headed by Samuel Jackson, who played Nick Fury in the movies. Um, he was in all three Iron Man movies, the Captain America, um, and of course the Avengers one. Now, in the Thor movie, Nick Fury wasn't there, but uh, it featured Gleg, uh, Greg Clark. I'm sorry, Clark Gregg, as the uh, dutiful agent Phil Coulson, and he is the lead of the TV show. So now the Marvel's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., it picks up shortly after the events of the Avengers film, so the world is now well aware that there are super spies, superhumans, monsters, gods, and aliens. And S.H.I.E.L.D.'s job is to protect the, uh, you know, baseball and mom's apple pie from future threats. That's what they do. Um, now, you good little nerds probably remember that uh, Agent Coulson, was, uh, he was killed at the hands of Loki right. in the movie. So that's, uh, course, which the broke my heart, by the way. Yeah, or so we thought. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so he's not dead, I guess. Um, uh, here he is, he's alive and well, and uh, the explanation is kind of like shrouded in mystery. Uh, it's so secret that uh, even Tony Stark and his friends don't know about it. So that's a little surprise for them. I mean, come on, if you lie to the Hulk, you think you really want to tell him the truth afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Hulk confused and mad! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we have it coming, uh, when it comes back to the show, we're introduced to Colson again, um, and he's building a level seven team to handle new cases of undocumented superhumans and other oddities. And just to give you an idea of how hush-hush level seven is, the Avengers are only like a level six. So, you know, this is like the big deal now. I thought they were like level three. Are they three? I thought they were six. No, no, they were level six because then he goes, welcome to level seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I just watched it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Way to do that homework again. Look at you procrastinating. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, besides Colson, his team consists of five individuals. Uh, there's Agent Grant Ward, who's a black ops specialist. Agent Melinda May, who's a pilot extraordinaire and a weapons expert. Um, Agent Leo Fitz, who's a weapons tech geek. And uh, Agent Gemma Simmons, who's a human and alien life sciences whiz. They're kind of like the Wendy and Marvin of the group. And then there's this woman called Skye. She's a civilian, and she's a superhero groupie and a computer hacker. And she's brought into the story by the end of the first show. I'm sorry, brought into the team by the end of the first show. And she is the rising tide. Yeah, she is the rising tide, um, kind of a little anarchy kind of group, uh, or group of one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Army of one. So even that, by the conclusion, the pilot um, it sets up possible plot threads or so, um, and I imagine that the show's initial season will probably be about uh, individual cases that the, that'll test the team's skills and dynamics, but you know, building on character, because that's what Joss Whedon does, but that's what we got. All right. Once again, nice, brief, concise. All right, guys, what stuck out for you? I know what stuck out for me. Well, what stuck out for you guys, good or bad? Um, I, I don't have any complaints with the show. I mean, it's typical Joss Whedon um, in the good way. Joss has a habit of not, like, uh, wowing you with the opening episode. I mean, like, if you think back to all of them, like the shows we just mentioned, there's none of those series that's just, like, that, that, that shoots its load in the very, very pilot um, episode, which I'm happy for, because there's nothing <laughs> worse than that. Episode yeah. one. But there's nothing worse than that, because then you're, like, everything else is just this annoying foreplay after the fact, and you know you're not in the mood for it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it is, yeah. But um, I, I do like work. This is brought to you by Mike the Finance Guy. <laughs> Making HR people mad everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is his usual, um, not slow start. He doesn't start off slow either, but he gives you just like enough to tease you in, bring yeah. you in. And right. I do like that. I mean, you know, it's, it's a typical thing. So what you're saying is like a lap dance. This is, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lap dance. There you go. You mean they don't give you sex after a lap dance? No. Well, you got to pay extra for that. I thought that was against the law. <laughs> <laughs> in some states. In some states. Or some places. Some shady, shady, shadowy places. Not that I've ever been there. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> but um, um, I, I definitely agree with um, 
it not being so like here's the first episode wham 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 it, it, it didn't feel that way it it you can tell it has a Joss Whedon pacing and it also had of course and I was talking about it before the Joss Whedon banter like there's there's a funny thing about when you read like if you read like a Brian Bendis book or if you read like a um, certain kind of writers' books that they have some uh, a Kevin Smith book. Right. They're they're back and forth when people are talking. It just sounds you can tell who it is. Right. And with Joss Whedon, especially with the with the back and forth, you know, considering um, a character talking about, oh yeah, well, you weren't there when this and this and this happened. Joss Whedon has a good habit of character building, and he builds that with this banter that they have. But sometimes I feel like the banter is a little bit too much. Sometimes, especially so early on. Well, the banter, I didn't know, feel that the banter was too much this time as much as it just felt a little awkward. And I don't think it was in a clever way, meaning that they are not comfortable with each other. It just, it actually just felt a little awkward written-wise. Um, I don't know, that's just my opinion. I mean, I don't think there was anything wrong with the words. I just thought that it didn't flow like Joss's normal, like very cool, calm. Well, I guess what you got to understand is that the, the team that has been uh, created they don't know each other, so and the, the only two that do know each other are the, the scientists, you know? Right. So they're meeting for the first time, so it's going to be a little awkward, especially yeah. since one of them really doesn't want to be there. Yeah, <laughs> but again, that's why I was saying that I don't think it was written in that, or at least I didn't feel it was that kind of awkward. I just felt like, um, the thing about, like I said, all the shows we mentioned that Joss has done and even any of the movies, even when characters first meet, whether it's realistic or not, they just always flow back and forth and hit off each other a lot better, and I just thought this one felt a little rougher. I don't know if it was just... The direction of it, or yeah, even with Colston and Maria Hill, it just seemed like even though they had banter back and forth, it just didn't seem like you know as fluid as he normally does it. Yeah, and Maria was actually from the movie. That's the Maria Hill. That's from right. The movie yeah, too. I was sitting next to my girlfriend, and she's like, "Cap, isn't that um, um, How I Met Your Mother?" I'm like, "Yeah, babe." And she's like, "When was she in?" I'm like, "She was in the Avengers." Yeah. She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "God." Yeah, well, <laughs> I, got, got, I got to take Mike and Ralph to movies now. <laughs> you got to look to the right of Samuel Jackson, and she's right there. <laughs> ah, the black guy upstaging the white woman. Yep. <laughs> That's the future. <laughs> well, Obama did beat Hillary. That's true. Wow. But he gave her a job, though. <laughs> that was so nice of him. He's like, you know what? You didn't win, but consolation prize, you can work for me. Come on. <laughs> you can be head of my housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to the statement about being awkward, you know what was awkward? The, 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 some of the physics of, of the uh, fighting and some of the physics of the superpowers, like when Michael Peterson, who is this, um, who's the guy that they think is superpowered and they don't know what he is. He was gun on Angel, if you're wondering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that just shut Cap right up. <laughs> <laughs> because I hated Angel. <laughs> who didn't? Well, no, well, eventually. I, eventually. <laughs> Wait, Ralph, didn't you love Angel? Love is a strong word. I enjoyed watching the show. <laughs> it's not Six Claws worthy. Right? Everything else is Six Claws worthy, but not Angel? Okay, whatever. Wow. <laughs> but wow. yeah, so Michael Peterson is, is this black guy who they think has these superpowers and they don't know how he has them. And he climbs up the wall by punching it, and he just looks so stiff. No, he's and he's like Daredevil. He's not punching it. He's literally just like putting his hands through it and grabbing on. So it's like... Form. But either way, it looks so not natural. And even yeah, when he jumped and he and he fell onto the ground after saving the the the, 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 the doctor, doctor. Yeah. it just looked so fake. Like I said, it looked like Daredevil. If, you're, if, if anybody ever watched Daredevil, what a job! <laughs> I bought it by accident. Well, not on accident. An accident, sure. I, no, I, I thought it'd be okay. So um, <laughs> I remember watching, you know, um, Daredevil move around. I'm like, that's not Ben Affleck. You ever see Ben Affleck run? He looks like he's got a stick up his butt. He's all <laughs> stiff, all in the upper body, too. It's like, oh, is he even moving? But then when he's jumping and trying to find Bullseye, 
he's very fluid, and it just doesn't look like it matches. Same way I felt on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's called computer-generated animation. It's called lining things up with reality and lining it up with your active. You know your active's stiff. Are you going to have him fluid? Meanwhile, he's like... Well, all, maybe all you shouldn't put your actor in a very constraining red leather suit. It wasn't like the bat armor. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw in there that for somebody that's claiming that he watched this movie by more happenstance reason, Kev has a good memory of this thing. <laughs> I saw Daredevil when it came out, saw it once. The only thing I remember is that awkward scene at the playground, and that's all I ever want to remember of that well, movie. Oh, my God. That was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible, but that's all I remember. My brain shut up. Everything else. <laughs> a, a little side segue before I go back to the main point. How did I, why do I know so much about Daredevil? Let me explain why. As a gift, it was given to me to go watch this movie. So I go, I think it was like opening weekend, and I go to watch Daredevil. And the person had bought the tickets way ahead of time, like maybe about a week ahead of time. And what ended up happening was, I'm sorry, uh, what ended up happening was we show up to the theater, and we get into this, we get, we, we get our tickets torn and we sit down. And the action, we must have missed like the first five minutes or so we thought because it started like at 7.30, we got there at 7.40. So we're sitting down and the action's just flying around. Like, wow, this is great for the beginning of the show. And then all of a sudden, I'm realizing, wow, it feels like the ending. It was the ending <laughs> because they had switched show times um, during the week. Oh, so, okay. when, so when the person had bought the, um, the tickets, they had bought it for, you know, for a certain time, and they switched all the times around. So I went back and I and I complained. And I was like, "Oh, I bought this a week ago, whatever, whatever." So we got tickets to see it again that same day. So I remember seeing it twice, and I remember sitting there when the ending came up and, and I'm being a jerk. I'm like, "I bet you this happens now. I bet you this happens." Whoa! I see, I'm the man. It was so like, basically oh you're saying that the gods just decided to be nice and have you come in at the end of the movie, and then you just spit in their faces by going to see it again. I didn't realize <laughs> that that was going on until after I saw the entire movie. I was like. You gotta uh, see the signs, Cap. Follow the <laughs> signs. I watch. You don't watch horror movies. If you watch Final Destination long enough, you'll know, like you know, the signs of something that's going to kill you. Yeah. And that was pretty much <laughs> the one right there. <laughs> All right. So, going back to Agents of Shield. Okay, we were talking about. So I feel like the awkwardness of some of the movements kind of like got my attention. It's small, but it's just the way I feel about it. Was anybody else creeped out by uh, Coulson's constant smile? By the way. It was really starting <laughs> well, to freak me out by the end of the show. You know, I think it's a, it's a little tell of what might, might be coming because you remember how... Um, they, he thinks that he was on vacation, but yeah. I, I personally think he's an LMD. That's my explanation for why he's alive. Uh, LMD? Uh, life model decoy. That's a clone. A, yeah, that's a S.H.I.E.L.D.'s way of dealing with everything when uh, anybody gets too close and usually kills Nick Fury. It's usually found out that Nick was actually an LMD. Um, and that's usually how they get through it all. So I, that's just my personal. Take I don't on think it. it's an LMD because it's a, I, he doesn't know, does he? And I think it has, he doesn't know he's a, a life model. He should never know. That's what she says. Mm. I, I think it has to do something with um, kind of like they, like I don't want to say like a Lazarus pit, but somehow they were able to kind of, you know, bring him back from the bring dead. him back from the dead. They put the Jesus Christ on him. Or, 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 <laughs> they or, resurrect you three days later, or, or clone him, <laughs> or, or be able to clone him. Something like. Something like um, uh, 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 instead of cloning all of him, they just cloned some organs that he needed. It's like here you go. I don't know. I mean, I just, I just feel like it's something that they did that, that was dastardly. It's kind of like in the comic book when um when they um, dastardly. But someone have a monocle and a mustache. <laughs> you love that it. word monocle. <laughs> you are like monocle. someone's played a lot of Monopoly. <laughs> Either that or you eat a lot of peanuts. A lot of peanuts. I was about to say. <laughs> but no, I'm saying you know like it's, it's kind of like one of those things. They, they, they're referring to the whole bring Coulson back to life. Um, like when they cloned Thor, and they're like, "Oh man, you don't want to talk about that. Uh, that you know, that's not cool. 
Don't let Thor know you cloned him. It's possible. I mean, you know, let's say, I guess, you know, we'll find out. It's not like we have any. No, I just think it's life model decoy because even in the comics, there have been times when they've had life model decoys replace somebody because they have quote unquote died or we think they've died. And, you know, they, the life model decoys themselves never know that they're actually fake. Yeah. Okay, I thought, I, that's just a, like I said, it's just a no, it's, it's, yeah, but, but his smile was just starting to creep me out by the end because it was just like, dude, you do not stop smiling. I mean, I smile a lot, but that's just starting to get like Joker smile now. He yeah. just came back from a tropical vacation. Who that's knows what went on over there? <laughs> what, what, what is it, Tahiti? Tropical vacation yeah. with the air quotes right there. <laughs> um, I definitely liked all the Easter eggs they had. So like if you're a comic book reader and they talked about um, oh yeah, so you you scored better than than um, Romanoff, and that's refer- and that's referring to Scarlet Witch, yeah. Scarlet Witch, um, um, Black Widow. I always get them confused. And um, between that and they talked about like they gave a journeys uh, journeys of mystery reference. Right. They did a with great with great power comes and great, they kind of yeah. yeah. Say so great power comes a lot of great stuff. A lot of great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think she's gonna say great responsibility, but no. There's a lot of Easter eggs that you know. Some things are very like very obvious, and some things are not so you know in your face. Right. I, I just thought it was cool how they they showed that um, uh, they use extremists. To give yeah. that power, so yeah. they're saying, "Oh, it's extremist the next level." And instead of it being uh, in him like all the way, it's an actual device that looks like a centipede that's like, feeding him. And the importance of extremists would be related to which movie? Iron Man Three, Three. exactly. Which yeah. I kind of hate the way that they did it. Oh, that was horrible in that yeah, movie, and the movie was horrible. But uh, and then extremist has nothing to do with the Mandarin, and Mandarin has nothing to do with extremist. So yeah, I, and the Mandarin is real. Together. Yeah. In the comic book world, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it too. I actually did um, as much as when I heard them say extremists, I actually like just kind of like got a little bit you sick to my stomach. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I got a little sick to my stomach because it just made me think of Iron Man three, uh, you know. But then I was just like, okay, the way they're handling it is pretty cool, yeah, and yeah. it makes much more sense. I actually did enjoy the fact that there's a device. The fact that, like I said, it's one of the plot threads. Whether it turns into a big plot, you feel that it's something that they're throwing that they're throwing into the uh, the storyline is that. Okay, we now know that there's other, you know, potential um, countries that are investing themselves into, to making new powers or whatever, right. you know. And they said it might be alien in origin, also. Right. So. And I, when when they went through the whole, a, it might be alien in origin. I thought about um, Scroll? DC. No, not not, not scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about DC Universe, the video game for for PS3. Oh, okay. Where, where you can make your own superhero and you can fly around. Okay. And, and, and because DC in DC Universe, you create your character, and the way they say that you can create your superheroes that saying that it wasn't alien technology, but Luther has gotten um, nanites in everybody's bloodstream right. to activate them and give them powers. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So that's how they were able to make the excuse that you had all these superheroes flying around. Oh, okay. So yeah. Luther had said, kind of said, well, everybody could be a superhero. So, you know, the nanites, you know. You yeah. want to be a superhero? You want to be a superhero? You want to be a superhero? I'm busy there right now. There are just some people who shouldn't get those nanites. But that's why I thought they were going. I was they like, also okay. shouldn't vote. <laughs> Shoot. I, I, I should vote for some movies not being even created, but we'll get to that. In Why you keep go. buying them? <laughs> <laughs> Only Daredevil. <laughs> you keep buying the, the entire um, what was it? The Villains Month. You still buying stuff? Hey, it's over now, so yeah. we you can, can just drop it. All fifty-two have been released. <laughs> yeah. Run away while you still can. Oh, somebody was constipated. That was fifty-two turds let out. <laughs> just telling you right now. <laughs> so. Um, is there anything else that you that you feel like that was that caught your eye, Ralph? Or? Well, I think with the introduction of Extremis, it might open the door for other possibilities. Maybe even have a, an Avengers cameo somewhere. You know, there will be no Avengers cameo. There's no way in hell there. Did you notice that every picture of the Avengers was blurry? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was the well, funniest thing. I'm maybe, like, maybe you don't you have might a clear see, picture of any of your own team? <laughs> they might do like, a, you know, on the, on the screen, you see the shapes of the Avengers. Right. I, saw, well, I, saw, I saw that because um, it, I was... I'm, I'm like that. I'll, I'll watch the scene. I'm looking at the background, and and one of the there's one of the the times where they're in the room and there's all these TVs. There's a, an Iron Man flying through, and you can see him in the armor, but like very very you know, like 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 um, not clouded, but you know, blur, slightly blurry, colored yeah. a little bit off. If you can tell it's Iron Man, you're like, oh wow. And I think they should do things. I think like you know we should get scenes. It doesn't have to be in every show. I just hope that we get scenes like um, if they go into like a big war room type situation to explain first of all why. Even though Shield is, you know, competent enough to defend the Earth or particularly the United States, but still to explain, well, you know, you might say to yourself, well, if you have Iron Man on your team, why aren't you sending him in there? Like just to kind of like, like you said, see him off on a, a camera and be like, well, Iron Man's off on a mission, and you can see Cap and Thor over there, or Thor is off world right now, or whatever. You know, I just think it'll be nice to see, even if they're blurry images, um, not only them, but and again, I guess they can't do it with so many superheroes. I guess because. Um, for instance, they can't do it with Spider-Man because I think Sony still owns the rights, so, so they Sony probably owns, can't do yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, but like whatever that they might own, or maybe for instance, um, heroes that they have not licensed out, like little heroes. Yeah. Like um, I'm just trying to think of somebody. Uh, Iron Fist. Yeah. There you go. An Iron Fist or something like that. Who I thought Michael Peterson was, by the way. When, really? Michael, when Michael Peterson, Michael Peterson, you know, um, not Iron Fist. I'm sorry. Oh, you thought he was Power Luke Cage. Man. Power Man. Oh, Power Man. Oh, That's well, the other well, half. Yeah, it's the other half. That's, <laughs> <laughs> but. That's what I thought too for a moment. I, but from the commercial, I thought the same thing, and I was going to be—I was ready to be pissed off about that. You could hear Vin Diesel be like, "What? I'm supposed to be Power Man?" Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Vin Diesel—they were trying to see if he wanted to be Power Man, but then they decided on The Rock. Ah, the other dark-skinned yeah, black Dwayne guy, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and, and you say dark skin, you put that in air quotes. <laughs> There's not enough air for that. <laughs> So let me see. Marvel barely has any black heroes as it is. And so when they decide to do one about a black hero, they don't get a black guy. Well, they get Dwayne Johnson, who's a semi-black. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. They did Wesley Snipes' Blade. Yeah, they, what they did for Blade, military did for military music. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, that was just horrible. And if you ever read uh, any of the original um, Tumor Dracula's, which we all know that I'm a fan of. Oh, goodness. It's such a great series. Blade, was, Blade 1 and Blade 2 were good movies. Blade 3... That's you got your boy Ryan Reynolds with in Ryan it. Reynolds in it. That's <laughs> why <laughs> you don't like it because Ryan Reynolds ruined Green Lantern for you. He ruined everything. He ruined Green Lantern. He's, he, we, we talked about you he know, ruined, he ruined Turbo. I mean, you know, Deadpool. Deadpool. I mean, he ruined a bunch of movies though. And obviously, you know, that, that did you watch Buried? I bet none of you watched Buried. No, no, yeah, just to spite you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, going back to, to your point, I like the idea that they're bringing up Extremis also, and there was a tie into the movies, and it's a tie into the Avenger, yeah, I was really to, liking to that. the franchise. I thought it was great. Yeah, even though at first, I for two seconds, I got annoyed. I'm like, it didn't work in Iron Man. Why is it going to work now? I told you, I got sick when I heard the word Extremis because it made me remember that movie. Well, that's I, right. You did tell me you said there's going to be a moment where you're going to get slightly sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you give me hints that I got to think about. It. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I would. <laughs> Just, it just annoyed me. I did also like the uh, the fact I was waiting for Coulson's car to become a flying car, but that's normally <laughs> Nick Fury's car. Uh, the flying car has always been Nick Fury's car. That that was like his thing back when there was even a Nick Fury Agent of Shield comic book back in the sixties. When it was Nick, what do you call it? Lola? White Nick Fury. Call it Lola, I think. Right, Lola. Yeah. Lola. 
No, don't. What did you say about Nick Fury? <laughs> well, I, I was like, white Nick Fury. Oh, yeah, that's right. David so, has so, all. So, wait, so they can't give black Nick Fury a car? They gave him a freaking <laughs> carrier. Come on. Oh, come on. It's, it's a black Nick Fury. He's just going to go and take whatever car he wants on the street. He's probably from Newark. <laughs> He's going to pimp it out, give it some nice rims, <laughs> give him some hydraulics, wow. HIDs. You know? Well, the size of the speakers that he wanted in the back, the car couldn't fly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, look at, if you look closely at the helicarrier, there are like a whole bunch of speakers on the outside. You can see all those uh, on the bottom. <laughs> what you're actually seeing when it turns invisible yeah. is actually the speakers projecting sound and blocking out all light. That's what's going right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like the, um, the actually the physics that they use for the car. I just thought it was kind of cool when you saw like the hubcaps open up to vent the air, yeah. and then as the tires started to twist under, it made the car rise. I'm like. Whether or not that's actually how it could work, it just still looked like it really could work that way. And I thought I, that was I'm really cool. I'm guessing there's some like big fan underneath that allowed it, that gave it a little jump to let the wheels. Right, and it has it. to be something right. Exactly. That's why I said I don't know what the physics would work. And this is when people cool. get mad at geeks because we think too much. <laughs> just, it's a fucking flying car with fucking superhumans flying around. Well, they're not superhumans. They're regular humans who are secret spies. And one of them was a civilian no, I'm hacker. Saying, I'm saying in a world where superhumans oh, okay. are flying around, we're worried about the physics of a car? Yeah, man. Come yeah. on. No, no, but I'm saying this is why. People, I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, that kind of worked. But I know people well, are like, these fucking geeks. Well, do you want to talk about the physics of how they fly? Huh? Huh? That's another <laughs> podcast, bro. We talked about the whole Superman thing. And oh, we haven't gotten really into that. We should have. We definitely have to have like a a uh, a podcast on ridiculous physics. <laughs> so I just think that, that would just be funny as hell. Um, I have a question. What do you think Coulson's death? I mean, what? Well, actually, we kind of touched on that. But I was gonna say, do you think it's something? Like when you first heard it, what did you think? Did you think life model um, I, right away? Or? The word shield and LMD life model decoy to me go hand in hand. Okay, because they have killed Nick. Um, Nick Fury a billion and a half times in the comics and every time he comes from the, behind the shadow like two issues later and goes well that wasn't me that was a life model decoy and everyone goes oh! and I don't understand why <laughs> they're so surprised every <laughs> single time well uh, I was buying the whole he wasn't really dead and they healed him for a bit until I heard them say oh he can never know so then after that I'm like oh he must be a clone must be a clone it, it, it now, when you guys watched it, did you watch it by yourself? Or did you, like, like were you, like, uh, on the phone with somebody? Because some people watch shows, and they're, like, talking to somebody on the phone, which I can never do. I can I never do that. I Murder, She Wrote. You know I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just face it. I'm a guy that watches Murder, She Wrote. I don't have friends. Well, that's good. You do right here, but we don't get, we don't get to watch Murder, She Wrote. Thank God. <laughs> because I know, well, the reason why I'm saying that is because usually I like watching some of my geek stuff alone. Because if I watch it with somebody else and they don't understand. Yeah, they're going to be like, what's that? But why is that going on? Yeah. What is that? And, and my girlfriend is knowledgeable. She didn't do that. I, the other thing I worry about me doing is me getting so excited. I have somebody to talk to and I'm not listening to the show. Right. No, yeah, exactly. There was a hit or, there was a hit or miss on both parts of it out there. Yeah. But, uh, so but, you're one of those like, oh my God, dude, did you see that? Yes. You know, and yes. look at this. And you know, because of this and this and this and this and episode this and issue this. <laughs> Yeah, my, my, yeah my, 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 my geek pants get wider. <laughs> I start having like a geek, a geek boner, I guess you would say. <laughs> oh my God, you're already saying Romanoff. And, and she's like, who's that? And I'm like, who is that? Were you not paying attention? You don't know who Romanoff is? And she's like, oh my relax. God, what's wrong with you? She's like, relax, okay, relax. <laughs> Take a chill pill. Breathe. <laughs> it's not that important. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I said that because when Colson's death happened, that's exactly like, oh my God, they're trying to say that he, he wasn't... You know, really dead. She goes, well, maybe he wasn't really dead. I'm like, they staked hey, him in his back. Hey, here's a, a cool um, twist on that. How about if 
the Colson that we saw die was an LMD. Oh. And this yeah. one maybe was injured on a previous mission, put into like a stasis coma kind of thing, given the information of what happened in his supposed death, and is brought back. That'd be kind of a cool twist. Interesting. Mm. I was just thinking about that now. I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool. You never know. And you know, Agent Colson is, is also he's somewhat of a mystery to everybody, you know, because you never really know his true skill set. If you ever watch um, The Amazing Spider-Man, you see that Coulson. Wait, wait Ultimate, Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Never Spider-Man. mistaken Amazing Sorry. for Ultimate. <laughs> Ever. My bad. Ever. And, and if you mistake it for Spectacular, you're thrown out right now. <laughs> I'll go to the comic book store and give my confession later on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, you see Coulson has, he's, uh, has a lot of hidden talents. Right. And you never really know. You think he's just this agent, uh, pencil pusher. But no, he got skills. Right. So you never really know if he actually knows that he's a clone or that or right. knows what they're talking about. Okay. That's so you, you might better see some like later on details like, oh, I already knew. And you see the person with their mouth open. like, oh, what? <laughs> How could you know? We're a secret organization. We keep secrets from each other. It's impossible. But yeah, I, um, I, I enjoyed the show all in all. Like I said, um, it's, it's nothing that's going to you know, set the world on fire. But uh, I also like I the, the, the crew. I thought they did a, a pretty fair job. It's pretty much 50-50. They pretty much have like, what is it? It's, Three guys, two girls? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is actually three guys, two girls. As they try yep. to break it up, you know. Yeah. You've got your one minority, the Asian woman, because she's <laughs> harmless in the right. uh, entertainment of, world I'm talking about. And, of about. course, the, the other minority is the one who's getting in trouble. <laughs> what? No, the other minority in the show. Oh, like right, 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 oh, right. Yeah. The, the person to save. He goes, he kills his boss. I mean, you know, like. No, he, he hurts his boss, puts right. him in the hospital. He doesn't kill him. Well, he hurts his boss, and then, you know, an angry black man. Here we go. <laughs> It's like, really, again? You lied to me. <laughs> we didn't see this coming. You hey, as Colson says, calm down, calm down. You know, you know, we can help you with this. Hey, I, don't you understand why I'd be angry? I got fucking six white people chasing me. Oh, I'm sorry. And an Asian woman, excuse me. I'd be angry, too. But you know, the, the moral of the story, guns are the answer. Because he gets shot in the head with a tranquilizer dart. Nice. <laughs> the answer, though, I mean, for the for extremists. Yeah, yeah, that, that that was a cool, that was a kind a, a, a nice little twist. Because you thought he got shot with a regular. Bullet. You thought that he was gonna get shot in the head, and then it ended up being the the, the, the answer. answer. But yeah. that that actually not so much the gunshot itself, but that whole thing with Colson and taking him in, that felt very out of place to me. Um, not that you know, even from the movie that we got the, pin, the opinion that Colson was, uh, you know, gun him down or anything. But this is Shield. This is an organization that is out to protect the world from dangerous threats. I could understand like whoever's heading the operation to be like, look, if we could take him in alive, we can. But you know, we don't seem to have the answer right offhand. We got to do what we got to do. He's going to blow up and take out what do they say, like two city blocks worth of people. Right. Mm-hmm. Colson is just like, no, no. He has a son. You know, these thousands that could die. You know, versus him, you know, his son growing up alone, we've got to make sure we can save him. And that's all well and touching, but you're just like, that's how you make your decisions for the rest of the world? Like, it was very <laughs> But they have a family, so we can't do that. Right, right. I mean, and it, it felt very much like, okay, I'm suddenly watching a Disney family show in that decision making. I, I, mean, I, I, you know. I, I, no, I get what you mean. You, you know, it, it's more about, it's just business and you wish he would have approached it as that. But I also think about maybe he already knew what the answer could have been, which is why he went that route. Well, no, well, actually, he really didn't because remember, even his scientists didn't know they could do it because remember, it's they don't know what is actually powering it. They know it's extremists, but they don't know if it's um, an alien tech. And even she, the, the woman, right. was unsure. You know, I mean, it was just one of these things where they literally last second got the antidote and didn't even have a chance to tell Colson because remember, um, it's Agent Ward that does the shot. Yeah. He had right. a regular rifle, 
And then when he takes the shot, he has this high tech looking, you know, LED lit rifle. Right. And Colson's <laughs> on the floor has no idea he has that rifle. So I'm like, so you really were just taking a gamble on all these thousands of people being murdered, you know? I guess he had confidence in his team that they would find the antidote, bring it ah, to there we go. to the other guy, and he'd be able to uh, talk him down long enough to get the shot at him. See, that's what I was thinking. Thanks, Ralph. Good but, job. And, it's very, <laughs> and I actually think that um, that Gemma, she probably got help from Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> It's all Come on, if you can see Aren't the you cat's young? face. Ah, aren't you it little young to be developing firms? Yes. I told yes. you, I am the anti-Disney. I love Disney, but I don't want my Disney and my Marvel. It's like having peanut butter in my steak. Hell no, I don't want it. That sounds delicious. Peanut butter in steak? Mm. Yeah. I hate you guys. Why don't you jump into Targets and go somewhere? <laughs> if I could, I would. <laughs> We'd go back two minutes and bring you a peanut butter. <laughs> Six hours. <laughs> Um, quick question. Did anybody get Sky's name? Um, no, she didn't say it. She, she didn't say her name. I could have sworn she, she said Jessica. And you know what the, the next thing I thought was, right? Rabbit? Jones? I like Jessica Rabbit better. <laughs> I'm not really bad. I'm just drawn this way. <laughs> uh, um, Jessica Jones, uh, um, me Spider-Woman. No. No? Jessica Jones. Um, what's his name? Oh, um, Luke Cage's wife. Luke Cage's wife. I'm sorry. Yeah, remember, because she had that, that, that comic who's... book called Alias. Right. And she was a, a writer for The Bugle and... And then she, she right, she was a PI afterwards. Right. Yeah, no, I hope not. I hope they don't go that route anyhow. Well, I was like, okay, Jessica. I should, they said Jessica, and I'm like, did they say Jones? But when do you think they said Jessica? Because they, they even said that they don't know her name. Yeah, they just said, she like, just said yeah, Scott. Yeah, remember Colson said that she has I no must have missed. I must have misheard it. I, like I said, I only saw it this morning, so at once. Got a lot out of it, but when I heard that, I was like, is that what I heard? And of course, the girlfriend was blowing out her hair. She's like, what? <laughs> well, you, you can remember when she was deleting... Um, Peterson or whatever his name was. Yeah, his his history from like the web or whatever. She right. he says, "Do you know what you're doing?" She's like, "Yes, I've done this before." So I guess she's hinting that she, she did, did it for herself. herself. Right. So. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I mean, and obviously, again, another plot thread that's probably there is now. My curiosity though will be: Is she going to be a brand new invention, or will she be someone from the Marvel universe that's not usually an important role, not superhero per se, but just you Do know you, somebody cool? You guys think they're going to bring an aim in this? Oh, I hope so. Wait, what? Do you think because you know how aim? The, the beekeeper uniform guys. Oh god! Oh. As long as they have the beekeeper hat, I'm just happy. <laughs> I don't care what they do. Because it, it seems if you look at the color of the centipede on Extremis, you know it, it has the that aim yellow. color scheme. Oh, color scheme. Co- color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, maybe maybe aim was the ones behind uh, reproducing this version of Extremis. Would be nice. I mean, it's not like you know. I, I, I'm sure there must be some balance that they have where they can't do too much if they're going to do it in an Avengers or Captain America, Thor, etc. movie. You know, because they probably don't want to set too much premise up from the TV show, since the TV show is definitely related to the movies. Right. Um, but it would be great, like because I mean, you figure the two big ones are AIM and Hydra, yeah. are the two big Marvel uh, crazed villain groups. Yeah. And, and um, what call it? Oh, and that oh, no, AIM that. was in and AIM was in Iron Man three, so since right. they already were developing, so right? Like, well, that awesome. would actually make sense. You know. Well, I mean, I, I, um, Mike, Mike said, you know, that he, he liked it and set the world on fire, but whatever. I'm, I, I'm kind of, I like it because it's a, a move in the right direction, but I feel like it's moving too slowly. And I've never been a really, I, I like spy movies. I'm not a Bond guy, but I've always liked the espionage that thing. That is blasphemy. <laughs> whatever. I'm just saying I was a kid and I remember my father would watch Bond when there was nothing else on TV. And when you're seven years old watching Bond, you're bored. I was waiting for every gadget to turn on. I, <laughs> I love them. Oh boy! Well, I feel like Shield, the, the Agents of Shield, is like that. It's, it's just very like, it's not superhero. It's more 
uh, it's like mystery and you know it's kind of like it's like murder she wrote <laughs> but so got, it'll but, be on for 11 years so there <laughs> and, and only and everybody's 60 and over watching right <laughs> but, but I just feel like with, um, with all the little doodads you know of the espionage and then of the mystery I, I feel like it's not super hooey enough for me and it's good but it's not I mean I'm not overwhelmed by it and I'm, I, I feel like I hope I don't get bored with it well you know I would think that S.H.I.E.L.D. though I mean it's I don't think it ever made a premise that it would be superhero. I mean, it's related to the superhero side, which of course is it's in hoping to get more people to watch it, you know, from the uh, the the movies. But you know, Shield, until you figure the superheroes themselves broke out in the movies, they're just a peacekeeping organization. So I mean, that's the whole point is that they're not there for superheroes; they're there for oddities. No, no, but I mean, but still, you know, you, when you throw in the whole superhero thing, I understand what you're saying. They're, they're trying to you know talk about the the odd things that are like you know creeping around, but I, f- I feel like when you mention the Avengers, you're expecting something Avenger-y. Right. Like, but, like but, a that, superhero that, every now and yeah, again. Yeah, but don't forget, that's what the Avengers are for, and that's why they're level six, and this is level seven. This is the other stuff that the Avengers wouldn't have. So you figure, come and think about it. If they try and bring in superheroes to any big degree, then the, it really is the elephant in the room where... Why is it that you have not brought in Thor to handle this? Why have you not taken Iron Man off or whatever? Send one of his blank suits in to help you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, that's what's just going to happen after a while. Other than that, then, you know, you want the creepy stuff. I want something like, I don't know if you guys ever watched Fringe. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah oh, that's absolutely. the kind of JJ stuff that Abrams. I expect this to Love be. It. Like, where it's just going to be whacked out. Maybe someone's going to be opening up black holes, portals. And there'll be some creatures, and maybe even creatures from the Marvel Universe. But I'm not expecting to see, like... Um, uh, I can't even think of a, a villain right off. Let me look over at my billion and a half statues. I'm not expecting to see Tiger Shark jump out <laughs> of the water and scream for Namor, and meanwhile, S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, I mean, find I, that I, weird. I, I, I guess I, I kind of wanted that, and the way they pitched the show, you know, they, they pitch, I mean, for us people who know Marvel, you know what S.H.I.E.L.D.'s about, but if you don't, if you don't know Marvel, um, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm waiting for superheroes, and when it doesn't happen, you're like, ah. So it's kind of like the bait and right. switch. Oh, I see. I can see that. It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, here's superheroes. No, no, no. It's really a spy show that we mentioned superheroes about. Yay. It's like if you have a, a TV show about baseball players and they go, no, no, no. It's, we're not, they're not actually about the baseball players. We're talking about the towel boys who, who help the baseball players. Well, who says you got to have powers to be a superhero? I mean, yeah. Cat. Ha ha. Somebody's going to be doing some tech work later on. Yeah. All right. Um, let, let, let's, let's put it out there. Okay, what do you rate it? Clawsy, go ahead. <laughs> I give it four creepy Colson smiles out of five. <laughs> so you really thought it was that good? Yeah, I thought I, I, I was very much enjoyed, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Okay, all right. Mike? I also enjoyed it. I mean, I definitely say it's a, hmm. I say it's a four Thor's hammers that aren't in the movie or in the TV show <laughs> out of five. So two four out of fives, okay. Here comes Cap to lowball everything. He is such a hater, everybody. I'm not, not a lowball. The finance guy's not a hater. It's really what? the Cap. You're crazy. <laughs> you're, if you hear Mike <laughs> off camera, or off camera, off off podcast, he's dogging everything. Let me just say it right now. I'm giving it three shields, shield um, emblems, emblems out of five because I feel like it, it can go somewhere and it's probably could build something great, but it's not there yet. I'm watching it and it's, it's interesting, but I just hope. I just hope um, soon that it'll, it'll pick up a little bit more. All right. It's That's understandable. That's fair enough. I'll give it to you. All right. I see that there's no food in my plate. I need to get some food. So um, 
We'll be back after a short captain feeding break. Hi, guys and girls. This is Mike, the finance guy, saying that me, Ralph, and the Cap want to hear from you. How do you do it? Visit us online at meanwhile22pageslater.com or on Twitter at meanwhile22 or email us at m22lcmr at gmail.com. Let us know what we're doing or what you're thinking. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, all right. Now I feel full. This is awesome. I might fall asleep during this podcast, kind of like our, our guest here. Um, <laughs> um, just to give you a brief uh, idea of who my guest is, I usually only bring in people that I'm really cool with because I don't know any celebrities yet. And a lot of my friends in my inner circle talk about comic books. He's a really good friend of mine, and he loves Batman. And it's funny because we're going to be talking about right now about the upcoming Batman game, Arkham Origins. So please um, give a nice warm welcome to my friend, Killer Kev. Hey, everybody. What's going on out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, I, I forgot to mention that I do a really... The, the only good impersonation I do is of Kevin. <laughs> he hates when I do it, which he told me the other week, which I was like, damn, I thought I was like giving an homage to you. You make me sound like an idiot, not an idiot. <laughs> Bro, I love you, my boy. Yo, what the fuck? I sound like the thing. Sounds like he should snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's open it up. How are you guys feeling about the new Bat game coming on? And let's talk about comparisons to the old Bat game, because the funny thing is that, um, the funny thing about this is um, Mike has only played like what? Two seconds of both games combined? I've played far <laughs> more of Arkham City. It's just Arkham Asylum doesn't agree with me. I don't know what's up with that. Mike, I have more achievements than you in your game, and you own it. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. But, you know, I like to take it slow. I, you know, it's like a little romancy. You know, I figure pick it up once every three, three and a half years, see how it's going. <laughs> very snail-like of you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, what do you think? Um, what do you think of this new game? Are you expecting anything new? Are you expecting any villains to come out? And let's also talk about the games in the past and what you liked about them, because there's a, a lot of things about the game from the past that I love. Well, one of the things that I like about this game coming up is that it it's a new studio who's doing it, but they're keeping a lot of the uh, things that people are used to, the fighting, some of the weapons, the exploring, the detective mode. All of that will remain familiar, and from what I've been reading, have its upgrades. Uh, the thing about the story that I like is um, it's... Uh, who am I? Help me out here. Uh, Black Mask. Yes, Black Mask. Black, Black Mask, Mask the is the main villain, and he hires his rogues gallery of assassins to eliminate Batman. And I'm pretty excited just for this campaign on that. It's true. No, it's very true. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it, too, even though, I, like I said, I haven't had a chance to complete <laughs> any of the previous versions. I still love playing them. I mean, they're, they're just gorgeous, gorgeous video games. All three seconds of you playing them. <laughs> and Arkham City, I, I got a little bit. I, I, I took down somebody <laughs> in that game. Wow. I'm really interested to see how it's going to turn out because wow, I love these games. I didn't buy Arkham Asylum. My friend lent it to me. And he told me, you know. You don't own it? No, I don't. Are you serious? Yeah. I own Get Arkham. out. <laughs> I own Arkham City, but I, I didn't have uh, okay, Arkham come Asylum. Okay, come back. <laughs> But uh, my friend lent it to me, and he said, you know, take your time. It's a good game. I don't expect you to get it back to me in a while. And I'm like, all right. So I beat the game within, like, two days because I just got hooked. With all the riddles? Yes. 
No. Wait, yes. all those riddles? No. Like, yeah. Ralph, you're riddles? full of shit. I'm serious. <laughs> Holy man. It's doable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking to the guy who probably be it in a day and a half. It was summertime. I didn't have nothing to do. I wasn't working, so. Oh, okay. You were unemployed. That's oh, yeah. what was going yeah. on. What, what mode was this on? It couldn't have been easy. What was it? Beating your kid's sister mode? <laughs> <laughs> They just hand you the riddles? It was abnormally <laughs> normal mode. <laughs> the riddle be this. What's your name? R-A-L-P-H. That's correct. You get a riddle. No. I am Batman. <laughs> but I'll yeah. beat the game and then the achievement popped up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I enjoyed playing um, Arkham Asylum, except, uh, especially since I love puzzles. So all the puzzles in the game, you know, I was real quick to it. And then um, when Arkham City came out, you know, I was like, I pre-ordered it and got it uh, the, the very same day it came out, and I started playing. That one, I really took my time, and I enjoyed playing that one, especially since I had to take my time because I was working, so. It's kind of like a sexual experience. The first time you went to it, you were like really fast trying to get there as fast as <laughs> possible, but then at the second time around, you were very loving. Yeah, you yeah. Were gentle and I had more experience second. by that time, so I was like <laughs> taking my time, making sure you're pressing the buttons right. Well, know? that's not a good sign. That means by the time Origins comes out, you're going to be like, eh, whenever. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like if I've got time for it, I don't well, know. <laughs> you know, you say that. I haven't pre ordered this one yet, so I was. Ooh, so I, yeah. I haven't either, actually. Quick I, question. I usually do. Did you make the Eddie Murphy fuck face? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm definitely loving the idea of this game. I like, um, and there's a couple of things I like, but I'm not sure about how I feel about Kevin Conroy not being in it. But I understand they're going for a younger kind of Batman Year yeah. One version of Kevin, it. Kevin Conroy does a great Batman voice. Kevin Conroy is king. He's, of Batman. He is the only Batman voice. It's it's the one I hear at night when I'm alone, fantasizing about. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is not Adam West saying. Mm, Mike, come here. <laughs> okay, that was not that bad of an Adam West, guys. That was pretty good. It wasn't yeah, that sure. good of one either. <laughs> Considering the previous ones, I'll let it slide. <laughs> Your Adam West was a bad Shatner. <laughs> I swear, I do imitations and Mike says I'm doing somebody else. That's funny. That's <laughs> horrible. Like, like last time, I, I was, do who, did I, who did I imitate? And you were like, that's Peter Falk. Oh, oh. I was doing Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's funny because then when, meanwhile, we hear Ralph's, we hear Ralph's, um, Bane impersonation two weeks ago. <laughs> and Mike's like, Cap, it was actually pretty good. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just spoiled by Kevin Smith's version of Bane. That's why. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely like the idea of, um, I definitely like this whole year one, you know, take on it and see how, you know, how they build up, you know, Arkham Asylum. And it's just going to be really good. I, 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 if it was anything like even the first game, the first game, gave me chills. I was telling Mike about how I remember playing the first game and when I got to the Killer Croc board, I had to play it with the lights on during the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they, did they flash a picture of Killer Croc at some point? I mean, like, or an image of him early on or something like that? Oh, yeah, that when he could... jumps out of the, uh, where, where it's like you're looking in, in a, uh, I guess it's uh, something submerged in water and he pops out of nowhere? Yeah. No, actually what that is is when you are walking in the Joker, you are... You know, you do like that whole five-minute sequence where you're walking him into the asylum right, right. before he uh, oh, breaks right. in. And then in one of the loading chambers, they're escorting um, Killer Croc right. to his leg. Yeah, because I remember I, I knew I had seen him, and I know I haven't played it enough to get to where he was. And I just remember that freaked me out. 
But I mean, I love, like I said, as much as I couldn't play the game, the reason why I couldn't play the game is um, I've, I've never in my life had any problem visually playing any video game, uh, watching any movie or anything, but I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's frame rate, um, lighting, what, but every time I try and play the game for more than five minutes at a time, no matter how much I blink, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Um, so like I, I tried playing it for several days, but it just it was just too painful. That's why I had to stop. But um, what I did play of it, I loved it. It was just beautiful. And I, I like I said, I've never seen Croc, and that just just made me want to pee my pants. But I also remember <laughs> like I love watching it. Is that you're watching the whole sequence of Batman coming up to Arkham Asylum, and, and you know, and it's done so well in the same native um, what did I want animation of the actual game. So that by the time he stops, and then you need to like walk him into the asylum. I, I just remember sitting there going, well, how come he's not doing anything? Like, because I couldn't really tell that the screen went from one thing to, a, to the game. Because, you know, usually you see these great animations, you know, that's just so beautifully yeah, the rendered. Cinema, the cinema yeah. balls are very, are very seamless. So when yeah. it comes to the game, you're like, oh, shit, I'm playing. And that's how they should be. <laughs> I mean, even if you have to make the cinema side um, a little less uh, motion picture-like, I just like the fact that you can just seamlessly go right into the game. Like you don't really notice the action stop, and that that just blew my mind. Like like from like two minutes into the game. We have to blame the PlayStation One and uh, Hideo Kojima, the guy who made Metal Gear for that, yep. because the games and the cutscenes are just as long. Oh wow! They're awesome because if you're like heavily involved in the story when you play it, you know you're like in it. You're involved, but. The cutscenes, you know, they are like a class above the gameplay. Okay. So, you know, being that you mentioned that, it's, I agree with that. I, I, I sincerely believe that once, you know, you have to be on alert, like the cap said, because everything just happens. So it'll be a cutscene, same animation, but then it'll jump right back into where you are. So sometimes you're kind of in a precarious position. You have to like fight a whole pile of guys real quick or um, the titan induced thugs right you know you have a couple of those sequences yeah and i do remember like there was a couple of times when the batman would like walk into a room or something like that you know and like you said you see the guy the thugs start surrounding him and i'm just sitting back hands aren't on the controller and i'm like <laughs> the next thing you know they're like smack <laughs> <laughs> he's like why isn't batman fighting back yeah I'm, oh, wait, I'm, I'm supposed I'm, to be doing I'm it i'm just angry i'm like when did he just become a pacifist <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's and, and that's what makes it fun because um, it's so real, and like you said, the transition between cinematic mode and actual playing mode is seamless. But, and like I said, you know, Killer Croc makes you scared of walking into the moat, or <laughs> or doing the um, if you in Batman Arkham Asylum with the Scarecrow and the whole the, the, his dead parents and yeah. in the morgue freaked me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Freaked me out to the point that I was like, all right, I gotta play. And my brother was living with me at the time. He's like, Yo, Cap, you really gotta man the fuck up. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, he's like not looking. I'm like, why are you not looking? He's like, I'm not interested in the game. <laughs> like, you're scared as me too, little bitch. <laughs> but I mean, it's those moments of suspense. It's it's the realism of the gadgets. It just makes it such a fun yeah. game to pick up. But the, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. And also, let's consider something that we had a long history of bad superhero games. Yeah. To this day, they still can't get a proper Superman game done. No. The best Superman is in Lego Batman 2 for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's at least the most charismatic and entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Arkham Asylum broke a lot of ground because it's, they finally nailed a good superhero game and then with Arkham City, they topped it and hopefully with Origins, they'll add to it. But they had to shatter that because if it wasn't 
one that was based on a movie, which even those still suck. Like I remember Batman Returns was the best one I played. Yeah. Well, I mean, know? that's the thing with video games. No video game should ever be based on a movie. Simple reasons. First of all. Money. Yeah, well, I mean, we know the reason why. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing that, that I don't understand. It's like, well, if you have a, a character, whether it's Batman or even take something that's lesser known, um, uh, like uh, I'm just trying to think of um, just uh, just any character that could be made into a video game. Let's just say Turbo. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a video game for the for the snail movie. Yes, there is actually an iOS video game for yeah, that. It, it has to be. I mean, my point, though, is that <laughs> it's, it's a character. If, if your movie's drawing your kids or adults to the video game, I don't need to play what I just watched. You know, I, I, I'm there for the character. So now you can put them in any environment. Fine, if you want to throw in some of the same old um, bad guys or villains, depending on the type of movie it is, sure. But I shouldn't be playing the movie. Like, in other words, I mean, what's the point? I, I know where I'm going. I know how it's going to end. Well, you know? I'm sorry, Dad. Have you played any of the Iron Man games? I wouldn't. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not all, an Iron Man fan. All of the Iron Man games don't, in order to prevent you from getting, like, sneak peeks of the movies... They all take place either before or after the movie. Oh, they're doing that Spider-Man thing where it kind of tied in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Like, and then, have you played any of the Spider-Man games? I played, yeah. I can't remember which ones now, but I remember like uh, the first one that it's came out. It's one of those dusty things on his freaking desk <laughs> that he never touches. Like the, I, I probably have Spider-Man from the original Xbox. <laughs> you probably have Spider-Man from 1968. <laughs> the, the Spider-Man that, uh, for the first Spider-Man movie? Yeah, that was the first that like, was free, what do they call it? Free roaming. Free roaming one, yeah. I, that I was one that. of the better ones that they made, yeah. especially with the web mechanics. Yeah, that was great, actually. Actually, Ultimate Spider-Man for PS2 was really good. Right? I couldn't get into that, but again, that's not oh, because man. of the game. No, no, this is just a me. I'm, I'm just out there in the world. I like video games a lot. I just suck at playing video games very much so that, like, um, I, I'm a person that can't usually figure out how, like, the video game logic goes. Like, I mean, I'm good with detective work and stuff like that in the real world, but video game world, like, you know, like, people have to know, oh, well, there's probably a hidden panel or this is a blah, blah, blah. I don't know to look for those things. Remember how I blamed earlier the cinematics on uh, Metal Gear? Yeah. Blame that on Miyamoto and the team at the Zelda franchise. Right. Yeah, it's those kind of things I'm not good at. And I'm, I'm also really slow with any kind of a chase type scene or anything like that and in the ultimate spider-man there's this one part where you have to chase venom through the city yeah. i chased him for three and a half hours and i never <laughs> caught that son of a bitch <laughs> okay and yes it took it's sitting finish that and it's actually, sitting dusty in my case there's physics behind that you just got to swing when you're at the the, the arc of your swing oh, you got to put the speed in there and then you you catch up to him yeah i'm, I'm just well you know what it is it's also like um anything that turns into first person. Like, I keep telling these guys, like, so that if it becomes first person, I, I have, like, a really horrible sense of direction. Um, so, you know, I'm the kind of guy, like, you know, you put me in a building, I go up one set of steps, turn, go up another, turn, 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 turn. And then if you said, where's the front of the building? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I just you know, tell you. it's funny because a lot of people have that problem when they're, you know, being introduced to video games. I remember when I started playing uh, Call of Duty. I had that problem. Oh, I, I, a friend of mine tried to get me to play it with him. I'd be shooting him all the time. <laughs> we were playing together, and I couldn't get out of the room that we were both just in. He had to actually walk me back and then walk me out. <laughs> well, you're in luck. If that ever happens to you in real life, there's actually an app for that. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah, there you go. Apple's <laughs> developing, they have this new mapping software for indoor mapping. So, like, a company creates a map of their building, and it works on your phone. Nice. Yeah. I can just hear mine. No, the other way, dumbass. <laughs> the other, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to delete myself. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's funny because we're talking about the whole video game thing. And 
And I, I mean, I love the way Ultimate Spider-Man, you know, worked. That's actually one of my favorite franchises. The Ultimate, it wasn't a franchise, but Ultimate Spider-Man, the game was great. It looked beautiful though. Um, it looked just like Spider-Man. A the movie comic stuff book. Was, wasn't too bad. Yeah. Spider-Man the movie, um, not the, um, the original Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Th- those were good. Spider-Man Two was good. Um, Batman has just surpassed all of them in, in just the way you feel about the game. Everybody says the same thing, and it's funny because you don't have to say it um, to each other to feel like, oh, somebody else feels this way. Everybody says you feel like Batman, right. and I can't even lie about oh, you know, how, that feel, how that feels. I am Batman. There is at no point. I mean, even uh, you know, Kev was over here. He was playing my game that I, you know, I just wanted to see if he knew what he was doing on the game because <laughs> I'm very good at it personally. Uh, no, but when he's playing it, it'd be like I'm just watching him play. Let alone if I was actually doing the control. I'm watching him play, and I'm like, I just want to go out and kick somebody's ass now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I just want to jump up on the wall and backflip. And, and you can see like his. his it um, really reflects Batman's fighting style. Oh, my God. Which is Arkham City. It's, it's not yeah. focus on one person and beat the crap out yeah. of them. It's be aware of everyone that's around you and then the countering system, mm-hmm. the way it works, because you can see when someone's about to hit you and you just press the counter button right there and you hit them, it's just you great knock moves. them down, and then you can keep on doing what you were doing. So yeah. it's, it's really good. It's just great moves. I love also the fact that they introduced the counter system, and I love it even better when you uh, upgrade the difficulty. You don't see it. So oh. you have to visibly be aware of the opponents surrounding you. Oh, nice. So you have okay. to see, the, you know, you have to time the trajectory of their swings when they're about to hit you. And also when, um, when you go uh, upgrading the uh, combo meter as you kick, you know, dudes' asses and you're, up, you know, you're building up your combo meter. Your multiplier. They, yeah, they slow down. Oh. So you also have to time it on that level. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's why when you were watching me play, you felt like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but one thing I'm really, I'm really surprised, though, is that with the success of Arkham Asylum and, and the mega hellish success of Arkham City, there has not been one other superhero take like that. I don't mean duplicated. I, I'm just saying, like you said, the fact that there's not another Superman movie, um, a game that's you know been good. I mean, just think of any superhero. Again, doesn't have to be human based, doesn't have to be a detective, but just the fact that you took the time to put that much logic and realism into it. I don't understand why this hasn't been duplicated well, with you, superheroes yet. You got to think about. Um, have you played the Superman Returns game? I never would. <laughs> well, I mean, that, does he is he a stalker in that one? Like he's in the no. movie. Jerry Springer. <laughs> is, is, that, he, is he raping other reporters, <laughs> having children, and not telling them why they're pregnant with his baby? <laughs> and if we had an HR department, Mike would be. Uh, on call. Can we send Mike up to the office, please? <laughs> no, but um, they don't actually have a life bar for him. The way that you like, what it is is that the city takes damage, and like if the city takes too much damage, then. You lose, oh. and you have to like start over again. Okay. You know, but there's no actual life bar for Superman himself, okay. and he's like running. You can uh, speed through the city as fast as you want, and it's unlimited, and you can fly whatever. But that's the thing about when you're creating a game around a character like that, it's, like, it's really hard to do. Right, and again, that's why I was saying it doesn't have to be you know so dramatic there. But I mean, let's take back um, other characters. I mean, just pull it back a bit. I mean, it's just that yeah. they haven't done it with any other superhero and. I can't believe that they're not going, well, if we made, I mean, think about how, you know, any money making, I mean, be it Disney, be it Time Warner, um, you know, um, anybody that's behind all these superheroes, I mean, you know, once they get their, their, their taste of a little money, they always ram versions down your throat, and somehow this one hasn't. Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of nice that we don't have a bunch of trash out there, but, but it's just weird that they didn't. What's cool is that because of, of this game, you know, other developers are taking um, components out of it. So, like, the countering system, I've seen that in a lot of other different okay. games. Oh, good. Know? And also, uh, 
because of its success, you do know that there's another one coming out after Origins, which takes place after Arkham City, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Conroy's back for that. Yeah. Oh, he's back for that. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did hear that, that he kind of let that slip out or something yeah. like that. He, he said, I'm not in an Origins, but there is another one that's coming out, and I'm going to be doing that one. Nice. Uh, also, to touch on your point, Mike, um, it's also, it translates from my point of view. It's, you can tell that Batman is the best story to tell on many platforms. Right. Movies, uh, even cartoons, Comic video words. games. Well, because it's that whole thing why everyone likes Batman, because it, it's, you, you want to believe that you could do it. It's accessible. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, not really, but you just want to believe that you can do it. All you need is a few billion, zillion dollars, you know, yeah, and then I mean, anybody could be Batman. I'll, I'll go out and kill my parents to become Batman. That's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, this is HR. Can you please come upstairs, please? <laughs> no, after that, say, Mike, this is HR. You can stay where you are. <laughs> Security. <laughs> After the N-word, we weren't sure, but after raping random reporters, we have to call you upstairs. <laughs> out, way to let out your inner Dr. Light there. <laughs> wow. Was that a, was that a cri- which crisis was Identity that? Identity crisis. Identity crisis. Great job, Kev. My favorite crisis. Wow. Well, there you go. Well, wait. Crisis on Infinite Earths wasn't your favorite crisis? I still have a real-life crisis from that. <laughs> wow. Anything that kills Supergirl, so that, that was the best moment she ever had in comic books. It really <laughs> when she, was when she died. When she died, it really was. If you if you have not read, sounds it or like Ted Koi's Blue Beetle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's true. It's some heroes that when you know they've just been B listed so long that really there is nothing fine. If you kill them, you're not going to change the universe. And really, except for Supergirl, they keep bringing her back endlessly. And and Connor Kent. Yeah, oh, don't we will ignore that one. But uh, but Supergirl because she had just been relegated to I'm just the female version of Superman at that time and stuff like that. Her death scene, you know, because uh, just real fast touching on it, you know, um, Superman had been kind of uh, knocked down uh, a bit by the anti-monitor. And so she comes in, she sees her brother, um, her cousin, you know, just beaten up badly and stuff like that. And she just just, just wails and just raises holy hell on the anti-monitor and just, just starts beating the absolute crap out of him. And then she takes a, I won't even say it's a gut shot. I mean, he just blows through her torso with some ray. I mean, you know. Just, just rips straight through her, and that just ends her. And then you just see Superman carrying her back. He's just tearing, you know, like crazy. It was just the best death scene she could ever have gotten. It was the best moment of her entire run in comics. And then they just slaughtered her ever since. And that was that was before they gave her the little white T-shirt. Yeah, and, and the gloves, <laughs> and the so gloves. that she could make sure her room was clean. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get that, but. Uh, What's one thing you'd like to see uh, a Batman video game do? I would like to see them actually let the Riddler fight you. Because that motherfucker is just like, you know, hey, riddle me this, riddle me that, and then, you you know, you, you can't fight riddle him. Riddle me this, Batman. It wouldn't be much of a fight. I mean, come on. The Riddler's like a skinny guy. All he does, what he's going to do, question you to death. Why'd you hit me there? Why'd you hit me there? Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But you can... <laughs> so wait, you can, fi- you can fight Danny fucking DeVito lookalike Penguin, but you can't fight... The Riddler, you don't think he has any shockers or any kind of electro? Well, if you really think about it, that is actually the one weird thing about the majority of Batman's actual, you know, main rogues, if you think about them. Joker, Penguin, Riddler, Catwoman. None of them fight. Well, I'm talking about original Catwoman, not when they made her super whatever Catwoman. A slut? Well, a super <laughs> slut with the ability of 5,000 hey, ninjas. Hey, hey, hey. An aerobic slut. <laughs> aerobic slut. <laughs> hey, hey, that's Batman's aerobic slut. There, there you go. But, you know, think about it. It's really weird. Like, none of his villains were capable of ever fighting him. Like, yeah. absolutely none of them. You know, I mean, the Joker, what, an ex-comedian? 
You know, yeah, I mean, but the could Joker, you imagine Jerry it, Seinfeld trying to beat up Batman? They all had henchmen to do it for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you kind of have to get away from that now because, I mean, it, this isn't your 1960s, uh, you know, gang-affiliated uh, Joker t-shirts that, you right. know, the entourage is going to run around with. Um, you know, the Joker always, even when he wouldn't fight, he had guns, he had throwing cards, he had the poison. Uh, Cobblepot had, like... Yeah, the chompy Chief, too. The umbrella. <laughs> chopping Teeth. Cobblepot yeah, had, like, teeth. the... Uh, oh, yeah, the Chopping Teeth. Uh, oh, if you get all those, that's an achievement, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, this like endless arsenal of different umbrellas. Yeah, yeah he was the Hawkeye hell? of umbrellas. He had the helicopter umbrella. He had the machine that's gun my umbrella. umbrella. He had a, a bow and arrow umbrella, poison <laughs> gas umbrella. I he think just, I think his goons were the sharper image. A, a bulletproof <laughs> umbrella. <laughs> I tell you, he was the Hawkeye of umbrellas. But uh, no, he was he was actually good. But I mean, well, they actually did kind of. Um, I won't say they took care of it in any realistic way, but they made them all fighters. I, in uh, one of the animated ones that I really actually did like the series, uh, the Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love like that they, one because I like the Joker had that kind of Rastafarian hairdo, and I loved the fact that he was crouchy and just kind of swung back and forth like a crazy person. Like yeah, he and was then Cobblepot he, was he was more beast like in that one. Yeah, you know? I like that. Really the, I really yeah, like that. I, and I love the artwork for the it too. Batman. But it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a couple of um, podcasts ago when we talk about DC cutting the life short of these comic book, um, these comic book cartoons that are good in the beginning, yeah. and then all of a sudden they, after two seasons, they're done. And they Marvel doesn't facilitate too. a movie. Uh, DC Young more Justice. than anyone, they they tend Young to just the movies. Absolutely, rest yeah. in peace. Rest in uh, peace, Young, Young Justice. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and I'm gonna admit something before we keep going to the to the, to the Batman conversation. You're really a woman <laughs> with really good stubble. <laughs> <laughs> My five o'clock shadows everywhere. <laughs> um, that's a visual. <laughs> That's, that, that picture we're going to put up on the site. How about that one? <laughs> oh, that's what we got to mention also. that um, The um, the map, the, the Doctor Who map the, with the border is actually on the website. Yes. That's right. Please pay uh, no attention to the floating scrolls that appear as you scroll over. The content will be added later. Yeah. Right. And the map was well drawn by the captain, but even better executed by me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Mike, I didn't realize you you removed vertebrae now. You sucked your own dick so well right there. <laughs> but, but, but going back to the initial thing, what I was going to say before I had that brain spurt, it's funny they were talking about cartoons that DC got rid of. You know what's funny? I saw an episode of um, Teen Titans Go, one episode, where they split um, Raven into five parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a funny episode. Oh, they were some decent Did you just attempts. say Teen Titans Go? Well, Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go. The one that's playing now? Yeah. Wait, oh, wait. So this is, oh, I thought you were talking about when they no, split no, no, in no, the no. Teen Titans. No, in Teen Titans Go, they did, they did a spoof on, um, she had touched the crystal and it, spri- it split Raven down into five parts of her personality. This is like so, Daredevil so movie all over again. <laughs> you're okay with that, but you were mad when Phineas and Ferb did a Marvel's crossover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you I'm better be own timid it. on I'm that I'm going to own it. I don't backtrack. <laughs> SMH. SMH. But, but think about it. But, but, but Batman and Batman and DC has always had this whole kid-friendly thing. Think about the suit. Like, once again, we talked about um, Scooby-Doo teaming up with Batman and, you know. The, well, they the, teamed the, up with the Addams Family and I Dream of Genie as well, but I don't see and you the for those. Yeah. Oh, the Globe. Do you remember the Super Globe Trotters? Probably not. Wow. There was, did you remember that? 
No. Yeah, the, the globe trotters. The super globe trotters. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was really great. I mean, there was all the original. Well, well, I guess they're not the original globe trotters. Just the seventies globe trotters, like with Metal Lark Lemon and Curly. Curly. And oh, it was just great. They were so stereotyped. Um, one of them turned into like like instead of Plastic Man, he was Spaghetti Man because you know blacks need spaghetti. So he, <laughs> he's just this being a pasta that could stretch. The other guy, and I can't think of which one it was. But he had this big, I mean, it was super, super duper big afro, and he could pull out of it anything he needed, like boats, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was just I got to so check bad. this out. I oh, got to yeah. check this out. Super Globe Trotter. Wow. I, okay. Uh, but, but do you see what I'm saying? I mean, Marvel did, Marvel had silly stuff like that, but not to, uh, not to that extent. And DC does, you know, DC does it. That's where they have Teen Titans go as right. their. Well, you think about it. If you go backwards, Marvel really didn't. He, they didn't have a really huge TV presence. Well, I mean, the, I they mean, had, really, the, the Spider-Man was the their fake biggest. motion comic. Well, they had Spider-Man. They had oh, the X-Men. Well, those fake motion comics I always forget because they were really so Don't bad. Don't forget the you know? original X-Men cartoons. Oh, oh no, we're talking about even way before that. Yeah, but, we're but, talking like the Scooby-Doo time, like, they had like the, the okay. actual seventies. They had the Spider-Man, yeah. his Amazing Friends, which we're going to mention later on. Geeks on the go. Um, Spider-Man, has, but that was even. Did you just groan, Kevin? Even that was eighties though. Even that was like early 80s, I think late 70s, yeah. early 80s. I hate Spider-Man and his stupid-ass friends. Iceman! <laughs> Firestar! Oh, <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was a great show. I used to love that show, especially because it introduced other characters. Like, you had the Juggernaut, you had Captain America, you had Doctor Doom. You had, the, the, you had Wolverine with the Bobby. <laughs> you had the X-Men with, with, the, with the freaking Wolverine speaking. You just had a thing for Aunt May. You were just looking at her ruffled neck collar, like, all over the place. Uh, I don't know. Aunt, Aunt May's kind of questionable. If she didn't notice every time that she walks into the room, there's some, like, mechanical noises, to, you know... <laughs> Hiding everything in the room, exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because um, if anybody caught Straczynski's run of Spider-Man, which was bad, um, it, no, it was good because it built. It was, it was like it was building to something, but you didn't realize it was building the shit. And, but <laughs> but in, in Straczynski's run, he has Peter Parker admit that he's Spider-Man to Aunt May. So they're going to the to the airport because him and Mary Jane and Aunt May have to go somewhere, and they're in the airport, and he's got his his spider, you know. He's got his web shooters inside the luggage. And because um, post 9-11, you know, everybody's investigating every single bag. So they go into the bag and they're like, what's this? And Peter Parker's like, oh my God, they started checking out my bag. They see the web shooters. How do I explain it? And right when he's about to explain something, Aunt May goes, yeah, you know, you have to understand. I have this womanly issue where, no, 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 no put it back. You don't going to tell us, man. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. She but, takes the web shooters and just puts it right there, you know. Clears it right up. She could have just like squirted them on her teeth or something. Like, they just hold my dentures in place. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say something, Kev? No, not at all. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, yeah, not about say, that stuff. I'll say it again. I hate Spider-Man <laughs> and his stupid ass friends. <laughs> Spider-Man and his friends were awesome. No, but I mean, but going back to what we were just saying about the cartoons, though, I mean, besides, like you said, those motion, um, those fake motion comic ones, which are from the, the what extreme sixties or something like that. I'm sorry, didn't they? Wasn't there a Silver Surfer one? But that again was eighties. That was late oh, 80s, yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, going way back to the 70s, like I said, by the time you had uh, the Super Friends and stuff like that, I think all Marvel had was Spider-Man. Like, I mean, I mean then eventually they put, like, Spider-Woman cartoon out in the 70s, and that didn't last DC, very long, but... DC's always had their... Uh, they had a much more visual presence. Because they had Superman. Superman was originally a radio show like, right. back in the early, what, 40s, right? Yeah. And then they had that... The cartoon where he didn't really fly. It showed, like, he, he jumped. Well, that was not... That was live action. No, 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 I'm talking about the cartoon. The, the one, my, oh, what's the name of it? Um, the 1930s looking one? Yeah, the one where you have oh, like, oh, yeah. oh, the Fleischman ones? 
flights for yes. Yeah. Oh, those, where, are, where those are excellent, man. It's like well faster done. than a locomotive. And right. You see. Well, he could only leap because that's the original Superman couldn't fly either. Yeah. You know. Um, in fact, uh, I'm trying to think, the Fle- I think Fleischman is, is accredited with giving him the up, up, and away. I think. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he couldn't fly. He could only jump like uh, like a, a mile or an eighth of a mile yeah, or something like that. Those yeah. cartoons are really cool. There's actually they're great. A, they're hand drawn. There's a podcast on iTunes that oh, yeah. has old cartoons, and there's a whole bunch of those on well, there. We won't mention the name of that, but <laughs> <laughs> Ralph the Pirate. Ah, <laughs> wow, that's really interesting, though. Yeah, but the old Fleischman cartoons are beautiful because, I mean, like I said, they're totally hand drawn. It's not computer generated, obviously. Right. Um, but uh, they're they're just beautiful to look at. Yeah. Know? Um, but but I mean you, you, you're right about you're right about DC having a more visual presence in media and in cartoons than Marvel. But I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. I, Teen Titans Go, I understand because DC was also doing goofier things. Right. They they were teaming with other people. I mean, come on, you have freaking Batmite as a as a hero as a legitimate hero. <laughs> it's like come the fuck on. Well, I mean, if you got Mitchell so first, you gotta have a Batmite. No, no, wait, hold on. Mike, say say his real name in the comic book. Mix just pick a lick. Can I just say that guy? I don't Can you say it backwards? No. <laughs> I can never say it backwards. Um, but um, going back, all the way back to, to the game. Um, oh, is that what we were talking about? <laughs> what is some, what is some, I is thought there, Kev was here for a reason. <laughs> is there anything else you guys want to see or hoping to see? Honestly, I just want the, the thing I'm looking forward to that I want to see is how the campaign plays out because I'm very excited of the whole premise of how Origins is set up. I'm excited that, you know, it's a younger Bruce Wayne and, you know, I'm one, I'm hoping to see if, like, there'll be some, like, errors that you make in the game where, you know. I'm sorry. I was just, when you said that, it was it's something I've been thinking about ever since uh, with Origins that it sounds weird what I'm about to say, but what I'm hoping is that he doesn't fight as well. You know what I mean? That it Us, makes you fight more. Lack, lack of experience or something. Yeah. In other words, like, like you know, like, when you, when you play Asylum and City, how... You know, a few buttons do this, that, or the other thing, and he just really starts taking down his enemies. I mean, he shouldn't be able to do that then. I mean, obviously, I don't want his ass kicked. I don't want you dying every five seconds, but I just want to see him maybe have to take longer to add to a sense of realism that this is early on in his career, you know? Well, the way they're making it seem is that it's not when he's just out. It's kind of like when he's... He's been it's, out for a while. Yeah, he's no, been he's out actually, for a while. He's been out. I think I, if I read it, he's been out for two years. This is fi- it, I had read the thing on uh, in Wikipedia. I believe it said that um, Origin takes place five years before Asylum, and he's been Batman for two years. All so right. just to give you an idea, okay. that works. But I'm definitely looking forward to see that if there are any ta- any type of challenges that the game will put you through, where you know you see his uh, lack of experience. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely for the what, game. What I want to see may not happen in, in Origins, but maybe in the next one, where if the next one is a, a more uh, open world, where you actually go into the rest of Gotham, and nice. you have some type of vehicle that you can fly, maybe the Batplane or the Batmobile. Well, the Batwing is in this one. I'm looking at the description right now. It says Can you the, fly it, though? It says, um, I don't think so. It says, the game introduces a fast travel system allowing Batman to remotely summon his plane, the Batwing, to transport him to other areas of the game world quicker than gliding or grappling can allow. Uh, so I guess you can't fight, but I want to see, actually see him like get into a vehicle and you can control it, probably like shoot something, you know? Right. The best vehicle uh, sequence that I saw in a video game for Batman was... In Batman Returns, there was a bonus level, and you had to, uh, I believe, either shoot or run over Penguin's henchmen. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Best, best superhero game up until Arkham Asylum was that. Wow. Wow. 
That's like uh, early GTA, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about that because, I mean, GTA is just so addictive. We'll get to that in a second. So, um, oh, real fast, though. Um, I was just kind of trying to think of it. Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to ask uh, the group here a, a very uh, cap uh, geeks on the go kind of a question. Since we were talking about the fact that, uh, or I should say, I mentioned the fact that uh, other heroes really hadn't been translated this well, from Marvel, who would translate well into a, a, a very good game like this, do you think? I, I don't have anyone in mind my, my offhand. Well, they, I mean, I've heard that the Wolverine game is really good. I hear the Wolverine game is an excellent game. Okay. The Wolverine, the movie game, okay. is a really good game. I mean, um, Joe, who was on the show, what, a couple of podcasts ago, um, was saying that he played that game and did have high expectations and played it and loved it. Okay. And people say it's a great slasher fight em up game. Okay. Well, what uh, that means, does anyone else have any other ideas what they think honestly, they would like to see? Or let's put it this way, what would you like to see as a Marvel character? In today's uh, video game age of Call of Duty and Battlefield, et cetera, et cetera, I would love to see kind of in the Batman-esque, you know, semi-open world uh, way, a Punisher game. Oh, there you go. That Punisher, I hadn't even thought of him. Like I said, I'm asking the question without having anyone in mind, but that's a, that's a good one, too. Because, I mean, he's completely human. I mean, he's not even Batman level uh, of, of learn, you know, anything. So that actually would really be good. You know, just drawing just off the top of my head, you know, similar things that you could do is like, you know, beat up enough people where you get upgrades or new guns or, yeah. you know, certain type of body armor. You know, I, you could mix in anything from the Batman franchise to the Resident Evil franchise right. in terms of the upgrades. Yeah. I would love to see uh, an Avengers type game where you actually... Where you have uh, more ultimate of a alliance. <laughs> Horrible. What was that? He's the ultimate alliance. Yeah. The only thing good about ultimate alliance, the cutscenes. Yeah. If they made those cut movie scenes into TV show, Marvel would never have to do another thing in its its life again. I liked, <clears throat> I liked the first one. I didn't like the second one. The game, I liked the first one. The second first game was horrible. Game. I'm talking about the the cutscenes. Oh yeah. Agreed. In the second one, were remarkable. But I'm sorry, they were. So you're saying an, an Avengers-like game, right? An Avengers-like game, but it's more like Shield-focused, where you could, uh, uh, I don't know, it's like have Nick Fury assign you instead of playing as the Avengers, you play more as the Agents of Shield. They have that game on Facebook. Really? Yeah, it's called uh, I forget what it's called, but it's like Marvel Heroes, and you're uh, you're, you're an agent of Shield, and uh, you can have heroes fight alongside you. Oh, that's that damn pop-up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm not a Facebook whore like you, so I'm not on there all the time. <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> I'm not a Facebook whore, but I, let's put it this way. You're a Facebook widow. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Poppy. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I would like to say? I mean, like, not even a, a particular hero or anything, but I just would like to see a game. Now, as geeky as this is going to definitely sound, take into... You're in the right place. <laughs> exactly. Take into account um, as much as you can for power levels, and let's say, let's say if someone can create uh, an explosion with their powers, how much damage that would take. I would really like to see... Open world, um, what do they call it? When you can make your own clans, whatever. But like, just imagine superheroes fighting and it looking much more real. Like you said, like a Call of Duty thing. Like you know, just like these things where it almost seems real, but not not in the way that most of these, um, like the Ultimate Alliance, where they look like these tiny little characters on screen. I'm talking about larger, with so, with the actual si of the the. You're the talking like a, a World of Warcraft superhero game. Where I you, guess so. Yeah. But, but DC DC Universe is like that. But was it was it very close and it, it's close, it it's close to the Marvel Alliance. Okay. Because also you're not you're not you can't play four people in a room on a council. You play by yourself online and like World of Warcraft. It's only you on that council. 
you know, or at least that's what that's where I always thought World of Warcraft was. You yeah. could play by yourself on the council, and you could join with other people. But it's not like if it's us four were here, we couldn't play. And that's what I'm talking about. There, but like, just I mean, either way, I guess. But yeah. I mean, it would be great to be doing a room. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like where you truly are working as a team. So, like, for instance, if, if one person was Iron Man, I mean, Iceman, and the other person was uh, um, Johnny Storm, you know, like, if you guys are battling something, then it's like, well, the heat's going to affect the ice, you know, or something <laughs> like that. I mean, just to start giving it a sense of what, what would really happen if these heroes were fighting either against each other or in a room where they're trying to take down people and how they would work together and how their strengths would actually, I mean, how their powers actually work against them at times. Right. I just think it would be just a really great, great effect, you know. It would be about as close as you getting to be a superhero. I think after a while. Yeah, all right. Um, oh, and, and the one that I would like to see, probably um, an X-Men game, but with the properties of like, oh, what's the name of that, that, that video game from PS3? Um, Infamous? Oh, yes. yes. So the same oh, kind I of... I know this one. Infamous is, is a video game about, about uh, awesome. a guy who gains power, these electrical powers, and he gets stronger and stronger as the game goes along, and you get to choose whether you're going to be a villain or a hero. Oh, okay. And, it, and the, the way that the game moves and the physics of the game is a really good superhero game. I mean... Yeah, they're coming out with a third one, right? That's what I heard. They're nice. going with a third, uh, a third Infamous game. And, and it's just... The way they make... Like, I can imagine how Magneto moves... Thing. You know how when you watch the movie and Magneto moves things, you're like, I wonder how that would feel when you're playing Infamous. It's close to the way that would feel. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I Infamous think is an awesome game. If you don't have it, go get both of them now. Yeah, but he's got to get PS3 and he refuses the hate No, I will Mike not do it. PS3. No, My I, name is Kevin. I support that message. <laughs> I will not buy PlayStation anything. They could give me what? one and I would keep it in the I would keep it in the corner and not let anyone play it. And Mike would laugh at it as the dust Oh, settles. my God. Every time. I, I would go and break the Caps PS3 just to see him go, where can I use yours? No. <laughs> he's just mad because he's got to pay to talk as opposed to the free crap. Well, it's funny because um, I like the PS3 that it's free. I just don't like the sound quality. And you would figure it's Sony. But, you know, um, with the PS4 coming up, you have to pay now for the online service. Because <laughs> they, they learned from um, Xbox. From Xbox. But it won't be as much as the Xbox, so. <laughs> Xbox oh, will Ralph, still be better. Ralph's a PS3 fan. Xbox well, will be better, always. You, you got to be a PS3 fan. That's the only system you have when your brother takes the other one and gives it to his uh, girlfriend's kids. Uh-oh, let's get the couch out. I think this is sounding <laughs> like it's going to be an issue. Ralph, does, your, the, the, does, does the text brother listen to this podcast? No. He, Fuck Ralph's I, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Funny story, I actually had him listen to it. And he's, he, he was listening to it, and he's like, you know, um, you guys were talking about a lot of stuff. I like comics, but you're talking about a lot of stuff that's above my head, so I just stopped listening. And I'm like, that's the point you listen, so you can learn new things. And what were like, we no. talking about? Was it the time I was talking about how to create a fusion reactor? I mean, what the hell was that episode? <laughs> no, we said, hi, welcome to the podcast. He was like, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> you sure you didn't give away our plutonium secrets? <laughs> I, I don't remember any. <laughs> Oh man, but um, yeah, going all the way back to um, Batman, I just think it's it's going to be an exciting time to between that between um, WWE 2K14. Girlfriends are done for. <laughs> <laughs> now my girlfriend plays these games, so she's going to be with me moving. With me she's aside. the exception. Speaking of games, your girlfriend plays. Oh, here we go. I don't. I'm not happy the way you made that sound, bro. <laughs> I'm already pulling out the paper and pencil to take a note on this. <laughs> Ralph, this is HR. Please come upstairs. <laughs> oh, they got Hurry up. Right. I'm waiting in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> 
GTA 5. Oh, okay. I thought it was another game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get really angry. Get your mind out of the gutter, Cap. Oh, man. <laughs> Captain Gutter. Go ahead. Oh, so GTA 5 has been recently released, and it is incredible. All right? I'll say that. This game is, it takes realism to another level, because check this out. All right. You can, what other level is there besides realism? <laughs> Ultra realistic. <laughs> Holy shit. I know, right? 4D. <laughs> so uh, one of the characters, right, you can go play tennis. You can play golf, right? You can go to your therapist's office. So this is being a, what, finance person in the real it's world? It's a gangster version of The Sims. Oh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And then in between... Uh, you can do bank heists and other jobs where you steal stuff and you organize. You can. There's more control in the game now because you can pick. They give you an option of, of different approaches for each um, robbery that you're going to commit. Oh, wow. You can pick who's going to be on the crew, right? And it gives you an option of uh, each person. If they're more experienced, you give them more, a bigger of a cut, you know? But if okay. they're at least experienced, like there's one where there's a hacker, you got three choices of hackers. The best one will give you more time when you're um, uh, stealing uh, jewelry, right? And then the least one will give you less time. So if you pick the better one, you can get more money and more jewelry out. If you, The other one doesn't give you that much time. But you got to pay for it. Yeah, right. you got to give them a bigger yeah. cut of something that's worth it, you know, because right. you can steal more. So there's that aspect, right? <laughs> this thing that cracks me up. You can go to the strip club. Oh, I heard about this. And get a lap dance, right? Check this out. I was doing this yesterday just to see it. So just to see it. Just, just, to, see just it. to see it. <laughs> so you go to the strip club, you walk up to the girls, you press the left button to ask for a lap dance. It's 40 bucks. So it's not too bad, right? <laughs> I wouldn't you, know. You, <laughs> <laughs> you go, they take you to the back. Remember, there's no sex in the champagne room. So apparently there's no touching either because there's a bouncer, right? He's walking by and there's a big sign that says no touching. But what can you do? You can touch because you, you just hold the button and you touch. But you got to make sure that the bouncer doesn't see you. <laughs> So this whole time that the, the strippers, this is like real life, bro. I know, right? <laughs> the strippers dancing and you're I, holding on, and you just gotta make sure you let go before the bouncer walks by. I, I don't know if this is cleverly um, painting realism or if this is just really sad <laughs> for for all the comic book geeks that are just sitting there like, "This is it. This is all I'm getting in life." <laughs> it's a picture of what you are missing when you do not attend Sin City, Sus Rendezvous, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Kev would know anything about any of those places. <laughs> so I've been told. <laughs> Allegedly. So it sounds pretty involved, Ralph. Yeah, it's, it's a really good game. And then um, the driving mechanics have been greatly improved. You know, just I've like, watched my girlfriend run over many people, so I've seen, yeah, yeah. it's greatly improved. There's, there's so a the lot driving of mechanics have improved, just not your girlfriend's driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi, remember, that wasn't me that said that. <laughs> so um, there's a... A lot of great cars in it. There's actually my favorite car, Mini Cooper's in it. Was like a oh, different that's right. Yeah, brand. You can you can put down the tops on cars that have convertibles. So wait a minute. You know? Jaguars, BMWs, yep. and your favorite is a Mini Cooper. Yeah. He was handsome, Rob, in his previous life. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> so then, um, then there's also side missions you could do. There's a mission that you you're a tow truck driver, uh, impounding cars. There's another one where this guy is like a a UFO fanatic and you just gotta find the UFO pieces. This is really funny one. There's like a British couple that's uh vacationing in Los Santos, which is the city, and you have to find um celebrity stuff for them. So I- I've done already three of them. One of them you steal a collar off a dog after you scare it away and it's like a three thousand dollar collar. 
This other one is you go to like this rock star's venue, right? And you beat the crap out of him until he trips out his uh, gold tooth and take that. Nice. And this other one, you sneak into this actor's house and you steal his um his wet clothes while he's in the in the swimming pool. So that's yeah. That is pretty creative. And then um, there's also the flying mechanics, and it's pretty good because you there's more. Uh, if you pre-ordered the game, you could fly the atomic blimp. Which is pretty cool. An atomic blimp. It's just a blimp that says atomic. Oh, like okay. The brand. It, it's funny because um, when my girlfriend got the game, she got the game day of. Um, somebody she was working with had got the game, and then his his girlfriend bought it for him, so he returned his copy. And my girl's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa what you got there?" Seriously, I'm sorry. Where did you guys find these girls? <laughs> <laughs> my girl's amazing. It's, it's called Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's it's called my job, um, <laughs> but um, the long story short, she asked the guy, "Oh, you know, what's up with that game you have in your hand?" Oh, I'm returning GTA Five. She's like, "No, you're not. You you know, I'll buy it off you." He was like, "All right," but actually, I, that's the pre-order one that I pre-ordered, so I want the Atomic Blimp. She was like, "I don't need the Atomic Blimp." I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? I want the Atomic Blimp." She goes, "It's not your game." <laughs> it's your own damn blimp. <laughs> it's your own damn blimp. Like, uh, it's only for pre-order. She's like, you should have thought about that. <laughs> but she talks about how, you know, like the, she the, I don't know if she's done any of the flying yet, but I've watched her. I haven't played the game yet. I've watched a lot of it because watching her, it's one of those games where it's like Batman. If you watch somebody play it, it's pretty interesting. Tell the truth. She hasn't let you play. She's let me play. Well, she wanted to let me play. I'll walk in from work because sometimes I work really long shifts and I get home and she's like, hey, you want to play? I mean, you know, I'll totally let you play. And I'm like, no. She's like, all right, you sure? I'm like, yeah. I like watching you miss shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always fun when you, when you shoot people because, like, she'll sneak up on somebody. And one thing she's good at, she's gotten, she's, she, for a girl, she's pretty good with some of the game mechanics. But if you don't play, like, Metal Gear or Batman, you don't realize about the crouching thing. Yeah. And so, or you don't use it as often as you should. Yeah, with this one, it's not much crouching. It's just you got to hide behind objects. So this also was, uh, you can improve your shooting mechanics by going to the shooting range and using different guns and playing the little mini games to improve the, the character shooting because it's three characters, Michael, Franklin, and Trevor. And I just want to point this out. I don't know if this is just you know, right, flat out racism, but <laughs> you can buy a property, right? One of the properties is a medical marijuana distributor and the black guy is the only one that can buy it. <laughs> I, I, oh, that's it. That, that's that's all. I think you're gonna say um, that, that that he buys it and property value drops. <laughs> no, no, no. no he's, he's the only one allowed to buy that property. Wow. So I don't nice. know what that is. That's kind of like more of an LA thing. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he's the only one. Red flags. <laughs> and then there's also with uh, Trevor. He's this psychopathic um, guy who got kicked out of the military because of his. Uh, he failed the psych eval, right? Um, he bought, you can buy uh, an airstrip and do air trafficking missions where you smuggle um, drugs and guns to the Mexicans. Wow. Yeah. So okay. It's, it's pretty cool. And then nice. Michael, Michael's the more, he's the retired kind of criminal where he faked his own death and uh, changed his name uh, with the help of a crooked federal agent. And, and here it's called the FID, not the FBI. And, and the CIA is called the C is called the AA AIA or something like that. Wow. Okay. I mean, I mean, now, now none of these characters are from any of the previous. No, they're not. None of them are made from the previous. But what's cool about the game too, while you're driving around, um, driving around, you can listen to the radio, 
and stuff that you do in the world, um, you can actually hear like news reports. Oh, there's one mission where you uh, sneak a package into a, 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 an office and you change a phone, right? And then the guy's unveiling the phone and he's using it and it blows his head off. Oh, I saw that. And you see it and you hear it on the news and you watch it on the TV. And what's another cool thing is you can buy stocks. So to ultra realism, man. You wow. can actually buy stocks. So when you do stuff, there's one mission that you assassinate people and it affects the stocks of companies. So he tells you, if you're going to kill this guy, anyone who holds this stock is going to rise up. So you kill him and you just go and buy the stocks while it's still low. Next thing you know, you got you made a million bucks. So this really is like... Anybody out there please, listening, please don't get any ideas. <laughs> so this really is just like a Wall Street video game. In a way, yeah. It's, but it's, it's really well done. And that like, sounds great. The cinematic sequences, like we were talking about before, they're really good and the, and the graphics are awesome. Yeah. And, and they, they blend seamlessly. Not nice. like before where you got that. You have your cinematic sequence and then it loads. Right. It, it literally goes into the sequence and then you got a, a little fade in, maybe just a little bit. Okay. And you're with the character and you're walking. Nice. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I just like the, the, the mindless shooting and the blowing up of things. But yeah, that's it, also it, too. It, it looks, it, it's, a, it's a fun game to play. I definitely want to do it, especially when you do the, when you have friends on Xbox Live and you get on together, which goes live October 1st. Yeah. And then there's, uh, I forgot to mention this real quick. Um, all three characters have uh, unique, uh, a unique special ability. Franklin has an ability to drive so that when you press the um, R3 and, uh, and L3, it slows down so you could like maneuver better. Right? Okay. Trevor, the psychopath, his uh, one is um, he's invulnerable for a certain amount of time that you have the, the bar film. Okay. So you can shoot people, you know, go crazy and just go on a rampage pretty much. And you could be getting shot and you won't die. <laughs> That's weird. And then Michael's is, is he does a sort of like Max Payne thing where he slows down time and you could get headshots quicker. And the way to fill it up for Franklin is like just driving recklessly pretty much fills up your meter. Okay. For Trevor, uh, driving recklessly or beating people up or just getting headshots fills you up. And for Michael, it's the same things like um, driving uh, really fast and headshots or beating people up, and it fills up his meter. So that's another cool little aspect of the game. Wow. Okay, so once again, there you have it. A little uh, idea, a little taste of Bat. Oh, before we finish up, so we're all pretty excited about Batman Origins. I assume. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have but it. I, but I wanted to say oh, that you know Kev is like really excited about it, which is as opposed to the fact that he was here for our first half and you know he fell asleep. I just assumed that Kev was like what reliving the Michael Keaton Batman thing and just he because he went out like a light. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny? I, while I was I was getting ready to close out this segment right now, and in my head I'm like. Next segment, I'm going to throw Michael Keaton Batman out to watch you two have a freaking cage match and me and Ralph watch. <laughs> I, could, I could just tell he was thinking about that. You know, he just got to the I'm Batman. <laughs> Listen, you were talking about, what the hell was it? What, last week? Oh, wait, I fell asleep again. <laughs> Listen, Michael Keaton's Batman, I don't know. You have some bone to pick with it. I'm thinking about it. In my head, it's replaying whether I should Jason Todd you. <laughs> I'll just come back. <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you this much. Um, Michael Keaton's Batman, it, it, it's funny because, once again, you just gotta, I just feel like you got to look at it in context, but it's definitely better than Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> it's nowhere near better than Murder, She Wrote. It's and always something new. Hella better than Doctor Who. Oh no. oh, no. Oh, no. And on that controversy, oh, no. we're going to take a quick break before we go on our last segment. See you in a few. Geeks on the go. Yep. 
We're here once again to finish out the show with our favorite segment, Geeks on the Go. You know the segment. Um, I give them quick questions. They give me quick answers about anything geek. Quickish. Quickish. Yeah, please. We never hit the minute mark. Ever. Ever. <laughs> the buzzer's not our friend. <laughs> so, um, Kev, I think you'll be helping us out with this, right? That is correct. All right, cool. So, um, once again, I'll give questions for a minute and see how quickly you guys can answer um, as, as the time runs out. But the time always runs out, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whose line is it anyway? It doesn't really matter. I think you made that reference last week. I did? Yes, you did. Well, call you didn't even listen to the podcast. Once we're done, you don't even listen to them, huh? Call me Captain Repeat. <laughs> I'm glad you called me Captain instead of by my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we guys ready? I'm ready as we're going to be. All right, here we go. Ready, set, go. What superhero t-shirt makes you gag in disgust? Mike? Deadpool tees on anyone not in front of a firing squad. Kev? Anything Archie comic related. Ralph, the Jean Grey t-shirt when worn by a grandmother. That's the only thing she's wearing. Sounds like somebody you saw in your house before. Yes. Um, I'm traumatized. Which version of Hank McCoy do you prefer? Kev? 1992 animated series. All right, Mike. Uh, the accidental mutation version that joined Avengers and Defenders. Ralph. Uh, the little kitty cat one. <laughs> okay, Miles Morales, a.k.a. the ultimate Spider-Man. Good idea or trying too hard? Ralph. Good idea in theory. I'm glad you rushed that answer. Kev. <laughs> good idea. I'm all about change. Mike. It's a good idea, but I can't stand his ghetto knockoff villains. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Spider-Man and his amazing friends or super friends. Which was goofier? Mike. Spidey and his friends. I love Spidey, but come on. <laughs> Ralph. Yeah, Spidey and his friends was a little bit goofy. I mean, come on. Fire and ice. Kev. Do I really need to answer this? <laughs> Cap. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Super Friends was way goofier. Come on, really? The Wonder Twins? Get out of here. Do you like your heroes if they have masks with or without eyeballs? Kev? Depends, honestly. So it works for some guys, it works for others. It's like, you know, a fat chick in leggings. Don't do it. <laughs> Mike? Um, I like it with eyeballs. I find it lazy drawing without. Kev? I'm sorry, Ralph? Yeah, Ralph. Uh, <laughs> uh, without eyeballs. It's creepier that way. Last question. Time to suit up. If you guys had to be Batman, which Batman uniform would you wear? Ralph. Batman Beyond, of course. Nice. Mike. I like the Silver Age one, especially the way Neil Adams drew him. That's the blue one. And Kev. I'd keep my locker fully stocked with everyone, just like in Arkham City skins. <laughs> <laughs> Even the one with the nipples? <laughs> Those are Friday night outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and Cap, I'm a big fan of the... Um, the Hall of Evil version of super, uh, of Batman into Super Friends, where it's all red, really cool. Um, you know what's funny? I ignored the timer; it buzzed a while ago. I was just like, "We just got to go with it." So, um, <laughs> wow! Uh, once again, another show done, another show in the books, and another reason to call HR. So for <laughs> Mike, the finance guy, Ralph, the tech, and our special guest, my good friend Killer Kev. This is the cap saying, keep it geeky and try not to find out my secret identity. But Ralph will probably tell you anyway. Ah. Uh... <laughs>